Thursday, December 24th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. It's just me. Just wanted to check in. How's it going? Did you get that thing? The present you wanted to get for what's her name? Were you able to find it? Okay, good. What about the one for the kid? I don't know, the niece or nephew or the grandkid. I, I don't re- remember all of them. I can barely remember my kids, and I only have three. Oh, you got it? Great. All right, good to hear. Not to bring up a touchy subject, but the thing you ordered online that hasn't arrived yet, what's up? Did they give you a tracking code or something? Okay, out for delivery. All right, that's all right. That's probably a good sign. You're going to get it before the end of the day. All right, good, good. Um, yeah, so I've got one thing uh, for the person in my home to whom I'm related by marriage. I ordered it last week. I actually paid for the rush delivery, and first they said, you're going to get it on the 22nd. And then they were like, actually, you're going to get it on the 23rd. And now I'm thinking it's not going to get here on time. I'm not going to say which retailer. It's every, You know what? Everybody's trying their best, right? Every retailer, every delivery person, everyone working in an actual store, all of us, you and me, we're all trying our best. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to print out a picture of the thing and then put it in a small box. And that way she can, you know, at least have something to unwrap. And then I can just say, it's coming like this weekend or next week or January, but it's it's on the way. By the way, do that too. Like if if you've got something as a gift for someone and it hasn't arrived yet, just wrap up a picture, something that indicates it's on the way. I promise whoever you bought it for, they're going to understand. We're all living through 2020, right? They know. They know. They're going to understand. Putting the gifts aside, I do hope you're doing as well as possible in this bizarre year that we're almost done with. And I really hope you're able to find a little bit of fun, a little bit of festiveness this Christmas Eve. Because let's face it, even without the pandemic, the holidays can be a rough time for a whole bunch of reasons. It can be work-related. It could be school stuff. Maybe you got a family member or a friend who's struggling. You know, sometimes the holidays are tough just because there's someone who was in our life and they're no longer with us for one reason or another, and we just miss them. So if you're struggling for any of those reasons or any other reason, just do your best to hang in there, okay? Just hang in there. And if you're doing all right, take it as an opportunity to look around your family and your circle of friends. And if you see someone struggling, reach out to them. When things get dark in a person's life, Sometimes just having one person extend themselves, that little gesture of reaching out and checking in, it can make their world a little brighter. And trust me, when things get dark, a little bit of brightness makes all the difference in the world. Speaking of making the world brighter, how about the holiday music that producer Dan Boyd put together this month? I mean... Another outstanding December of holiday music on Market Foolery. And I get all the emails and I see the tweets and the posts on Facebook and that sort of thing, but please know it's all Dan. I like I, I forward those to Dan. It, all the credit goes to Dan Boyd. Speaking of music, I'm not going to end this with music, but instead with a suggestion we got years ago from a longtime listener that involves 
one of the most important musicians of the 20th century, the immortal Louis Armstrong. And yes, I said immortal because Pops died in 71, but his music lives on. A hundred years from now, I'm not going to be here, and newsflash, you're not going to be here either, but I promise whoever is around in the year 2120, the music and genius of Louis Armstrong is going to be around for those people to listen to. So, on behalf of the 502 employees of The Motley Fool working from their homes around the world, I want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and leave you with Mr. Armstrong reading Clement Moore's classic poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas. This is Louis Satchmo Armstrong talking to all the kids from all over the world at Christmas time. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama and her kerchief and I in my cap and just settle our brains for a long winter's nap. Well, out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. <laughs> With little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came. And he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the house top, the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas, too. And then, in a twinkle, I heard on the roof the prancing, the pawing of each little hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. 
He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed, <laughs> like a bowl of jelly. <laughs> he was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his wake and filled all the stockings, then turned with a joke. <laughs> and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team, gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down on a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. A very good night. And that goes for Satchmo, too. <laughs> Thank you.